Hi, and welcome to Air Graphics Podcast. My name is Ralph Kelly, the owner of Air Graphics, airbrushing and character. This week we have Jeff Copeland of Custom Hood Liners. Okay. Okay, so hey, we got today we got uh, Jeff Copeland. Where you at, Jeff? I'm sorry? Where are you? I'm in uh, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. It's a small town in central Kentucky. Central Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Any websites or social media you want to promote? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on Instagram and TikTok. It's Jeff Copeland Art. So you can check out all my work there. Well, cool. Cool. And how long have you been airbrushed? Oh, man. Uh, since the early 90s. 90s? Wow. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. So how did yeah. you find out about airbrushing? Oh, I guess like a lot of people, uh, high school art class, uh, my art teacher had an airbrush that didn't work. So me and one of my buddies got it working. Well, and cool. uh, she, she used to just let us airbrush. And basically all I would do is airbrush uh, kids' names. Sometimes, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes uh, girls would give me a little lunch money to airbrush their name. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Did you, um, uh, did you, so yourself, you basically self-taught? Uh, well, I mean, I had a teacher uh, right out of high school. I went to work at uh, this airbrush shop in our local shopping mall. And uh, he he took me under his wing and taught me how to airbrush. You know, his, his name's uh, Jerry. He's uh, He was real cool. You know, he, he taught me everything right from the beginning. Oh, that's cool. Especially if somebody want to give out the information early. Back then, nobody wanted to give out no information. Yeah, he didn't pay me much of anything. But... Uh, <laughs> But I got to learn how to airbrush, so I, I was happy to go in and work for five dollars an hour. Yeah, because you got a you got a craft out of it. Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck so yeah. You still, you still in contact with him? Not really. Uh, sometimes he'll pop up on Facebook, but you know I'm not really uh, on Facebook very often, so I don't see much of what he's doing. But every once in a while he'll pop up, and you know I'll say hey. Yeah. So um, your first airbrush, what was it? What what did you start out with? Oh, uh, Pash AVL. Man. Like, yeah. Man. And I used it. I used that VL for 10 years, I know. Even even when I knew other people were using Iwatas and, you know, other guns. No, they I, were I, workhorses, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, why, why do I want to change, man? It's like, these, these still work great. Yeah. I seen Ghost posted a picture the other day. He did a porch with one. I'm like, man, they still good guns, though. Yeah, I did a uh, I did an airbrush action. Uh, uh, painting of uh dale and jr and i used uh i used my paches i'm pretty sure yeah so i mean it's you can you can use them i mean it's good it's just uh you know they're they're you know they're 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 not quite as good you know you, you have to have higher pressure you know you're not going to get quite as fine a line but you can get a fine enough line with them yeah and the parts are cheaper yes oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> i miss that so, so um do you uh, collaborate with any other artists over there in Kentucky? Well, I mean, just I, mean, I work with Doug. You know, I worked with him for years. Uh, you know, and we did shows and some events, and, you know, we worked together during busy days. So, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, other than him, who have I collaborated with? Uh, I did a uh, – oh, okay, I did a, a, a TikTok 
uh, tour with uh, a guy named Brian. I can't remember his last name, but uh, he's a real cool dude. He's a uh, creative airbrush, I think. Airbrush Brian. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he invited me to do uh, some airbrushing with uh, some of the uh, uh, TikTok corporate offices for their uh, end of year, you know, celebrations. Uh, he recommended me and they, you know, invited me. So I collaborated, collaborated with him on, you know, on probably a five city tour. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Did, um, I know, I remember, uh, were you on WCA? Cause I remember you were, um, I remember you had a, vi a video go viral with you writing a name and it went viral for a while. Yeah. Back then, huh? That was one of my first YouTube videos, man. And I still have it up. It's, uh, it's, it's still on there. I want, I haven't taken it down. Oh no. Yeah, that was a that was a good actually it was a good video. I was still wondering how you did the white and when you put the color on top, how you didn't see the white underneath because yeah. I still have that problem with the white showing up underneath. I mean you can see it. It's just uh the, the only problem that I have is um airbrushing a color over it. You know, the white makes it the, the I guess because it's opaque, uh the color isn't quite as bright as it is on the rest of the shirt when you paint over the the, the white part of the name. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if you noticed if you could see some of the questions that's popping up on the screen. Uh, oh no, I don't see them. Let's see. Um, because uh, Pat said five million views. He called you the man. He said uh, huh. the most for them. Who said that? Pat. Oh, Pat Gaines. Oh, thanks, yeah. Pat. <laughs> yeah, that uh, one video does have five million views. It's 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 crazy, man. Yeah. People still comment on it. It's it's weird. I'm like, I try I to respond to all. Pat was Pat was talking about that too. About people more interested in watching somebody uh, something that they can learn from off of there. So you do like a have you did any more any videos like that? Uh, well, I mean, I've done several on YouTube, but none have gone viral like that one. No, for, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was the thumbnail or what, but that one that one really went viral. Now I have had some on TikTok that you know went like crazy viral, and I have no idea why. But you know, you know, TikTok's a different beast, man. Yeah, that's what everybody seems to go into now. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, the short form videos are so much easier to make. Yeah. You know, on on YouTube, it seemed like everybody wanted uh, more explanation, and and you know, they wanted to know everything about each each design. How'd you do it? What paint you use? How'd you do that line? What pressure did you? And it's like on TikTok, they just want to watch you do it. Yeah, yeah. And then and begging you to do their name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see um, another artist that does that. He does a lot of um, do the names of everybody that say something to him. So, um, yeah. are you are you doing any T-shirts still or are you in the shops or anything? No, I've uh, retired from doing T-shirts. You still working in the shop? No, no more oh, T-shirts. Yeah. It's... Uh, I mean, I take that back. I do the occasional shirt, you know, for friends and family, uh, but n not like on a sh in a shop, uh, you know, and then I do them for uh, social media, you know, j just to do TikToks and for fun. You know, my kids like them. Are you on TikTok a lot? I used to be. I used to be. I, I, I just posted one the other day. It was the first time I'd posted in probably – Two months. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I know. Like, hey man, you know, life gets in the way. <laughs> yeah, 
So, uh, Pat, what I know for you to tell us about the liners. How did you get into the painting the um, the liners? Well, yeah, there's uh, there's several car clubs in Louisville, Kentucky that um, apparently, you know, doing the hood liners was very popular, and I, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know it was a thing. Uh, but there was a guy uh, uh, in Owensboro who was doing a lot of them, and he was that was his. That's how he was making a living. His name. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Steve Ray. Uh, fantastic airbrush artist, man. He um, he was doing them, and he was getting backed up so much. A lot of the car uh, car club guys were coming out to me and saying, hey, man, can you do this? And I'm just like, man, I don't want to paint that. That thing's huge. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's black. You know, it's, it's, it's going to take me forever. Uh, but, you know, they eventually uh, threw enough money at me, and I started doing them, and realize that it's a niche that you know i can make work is it a um i tried to do one i couldn't get it is it's a learning curve to it or is it you just went right to it no it, there's a learning curve man it, it's 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 frustrating i mean you have to uh pile on the paint yeah it's it's way different even on a black shirt it's way different i mean you have to really really pile on the paint to get it to show up to make special make it what kind of cars are there there like i know a lot of people do the corvettes yeah, a lot of Corvettes, a lot of Mustang uh, GT350s, uh, Dodge Challengers are real popular. But that, those are the three main ones, probably. And, and Chargers, too. Scat Pack Chargers are real popular. But mostly Mustangs and uh, uh, Corvettes. Yeah. The um, what, what kind of designs? Is it basically you have designs or they come in and tell you what they want? No, every, everybody has an idea of what they want. Uh, you know, it, well, at this point, I have enough designs, you know, on my website and also on uh, on Instagram where people will see one that they like and they'll want to copy it exactly. And I'll talk them out of it. You know, it's like, well, let's change it up a little bit to make it unique to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But most people have a theme to their car, you know, whether it's superheroes or a lot of patriotic themes. You know, a lot of my clients are retired military. Mm. So, yeah, you, almost always. Uh, they have a theme. If they come to me and say, hey, man, I've got a Corvette, what should I do to it? It's like, <laughs> That's your car, how much money do you want to spend? You know, it's like, let, let's, yeah. we, we can work something out. So is it, uh, is it basically the same kind of paint that we use or is it a different kind? I use Wicked. Wicked? Yeah. Yeah, Wicked seems to hold up to the uh, paint, to the uh, heat, engine heat really well. And uh, it, yeah, uh, you can clear coat over really, really good. Like uh, I've tried using ETAC and even some Aquaflow when I run out of uh, Wicked, and it, it doesn't like uh, the clear coat that I use. Mm. So you have to clear them? I thought it was like they were like a um, some kind of fabric. They are, but yeah, I still clear coat them. You, you got to put a lot of paint down for a base, and that's kind of the the so you got to put layers and layers of paint and then sand the boogers off. That's kind of the secret to uh, getting it so it's it's paintable, and then uh, when you clear coat it, it actually looks good. Uh, uh, the last guy um, we did, he was talking about he used um, house paint to base his shirts when he's doing black shirts. He used house paint. I'm like what? That's well, hey, that's whatever works. Yeah, that's different. I've never thought about that. Yeah. So wonder if it's uh, washable. Huh? Wonder how washable it is that's with latex house paint. Yeah. The um, um, 
So does the heat, the, the clear don't bother, the heat don't bother the clear or anything? No, I mean, I'm guessing that the clear helps it. You know, I've been using, uh, well, I was using Scenics Clear. Createx makes a uh, paint. It's for uh, outdoor. It's like, a, they call it theme and mural paint. It's called Scenics. Uh, and then they have a clear that's for that paint. And uh, it works really well for the hood liners. But they actually stopped making it. So uh, there's there's another one they're, they're selling now that I'm going to try. They say it's real similar. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. They, um. So is it, is it, I guess it's popular in your area because you said it was another guy so busy. So how did you get started? Yeah. Well, you said you told me how, how you got started. Um, you said I thought they were fiberglass, but they're not fiberglass. They're, um, they do. Some of them are. Uh, ACS makes a uh, Corvette and a uh, Camaro. It, it's like a composite fiberglass plastic material. But they don't make them for all models. So, you know, it's it's C7 Corvette. They they make a uh, composite liner and also a, I can't remember which generation uh, Camaro it is, but, you know, just one. They, they don't make, I wish they made for all of them. That would sure make life easier. Oh, so you don't have, they don't have to physically take theirs off. They bring one to you or they physically take the one off of their car and bring it. They can, you know, if, if the one for their car has been discontinued, uh, then that's what they have to do. But otherwise, no, I go to my local dealer and order a new one. Mm. You know, I can order a new hood liner from my dealer for a hundred bucks, uh, which is a lot cheaper than, you know, pulling it off and boxing it up and shipping it to me from Florida or wherever. Now that's going to be three or 400 bucks. Yeah. So when you got on TikTok, was it, um, how did you get enough followers fast? Or are you just, they just follow you over from YouTube or, or Instagram? You don't know it just happened, huh? Man, I wish I had the secret ingredient that I could share with everybody. Uh, but honestly, I just started posting videos. Uh, it was just quick. Like, at first, it was quick script name designs because uh, Ken Johnson was doing those, and he was having a lot of success with them. And I was like, oh, I guess that's what people like to see. So I did some script name designs, and, and uh, it just – just it just kind of blew up, man. I, I don't know. I you just kept doing them. You know, I think one of the keys was that I wasn't trying to sell a product. You know, I wasn't shoving anything down anybody's throat. I was like, I was just like, here, here's a name. Here's how I do it. You know, like it. Let me know about it, whatever. But yeah, I was, um, I'm still stuck at 282. I can't get past 282. I don't know what it is. 280. What are you posting? I don't think I've ever seen you on there. I, I'm barely on there too. I just post some of the stuff I draw or the TikTok or the podcast stuff or stuff like that. So well, you could do uh, you could do TikTok a lot. Well, no, you can't. You got to have a certain amount of followers. But once you get, I don't know if it's. I think it's a thousand. You have to have a thousand followers to go live. Yeah. Yeah. The, when you go live, you know people. You can do like things for people on on your iPad or something, and you know you get a lot of followers that way. Like every, yeah. every time I go live, man, I'll end up with fifteen hundred extra followers. Damn, I, don't, I can't get it. But that's cool, though. <laughs> you will. Yeah, do hey, do an airbrush name, man. That's what people like to watch. Yeah. Um. How um. How many artists is over there in Kentucky? Is it a uh, quite a bit of y'all or quite a bit of shops or anything like that? There's quite a few. Yeah, it's real popular in our area. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, you know, this whole part of the country, it's airbrush is pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you had a um a, a batting helmet video too. How did how did that did you, you still work on batting helmets or baseball tournaments? You don't do none of that. Not anymore. Uh, 
I mean, my yeah, I used to do a lot of them, man. It used to be real popular. I mean, back when I was working with Pat, man, I, there, there, during baseball season, I'd have 70 or 80 helmets, you know, just, just piled up, you know, and they'd be in our – I'd have to take them home, put them in the garage, paint them at home, bring them back in garbage bags. Yeah, I've been there. So, um, and it's slow. It's basically kind of slowed down because it kind of slowed down here too as baseball. They still want them, but it ain't as as crazy as it used to be. So, um, where did you um, where did you learn you how to do your graffiti? I had a buddy. <laughs> now, first of all, I'm not a graffiti artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like graffiti. I love looking all street art. I love it. Uh, and I had an artist friend in high school who was very, very good at graffiti. His style was amazing. And I got hooked on it because of him. And he actually was, he was from uh, Southern California. So he would, he did spray painting, you know, out on walls and, you know, it was kind of his thing. So I learned from him, you know, just by watching him and, and, you know, whatnot. And I kind of developed my own way of doing it. Yeah, but but again, man, I'm not under any not, not under any stretch of the imagination a, a graffiti artist or a good graffiti writer. You know, I I do it because that's what people like to watch. Yeah, yeah. you know, I you see people like Dale who are actually good uh, graffiti writers, and it's obvious, you know, that he's got a big following because of that. Uh, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm I'm not a graffiti artist. I mean, I used to I used to do them, and it would get a lot of uh, uh, views, but the, all the graffiti artists would jump on and, you know, be like, ah, he's, he's weak. You know, he's a toy. He's uh, he's terrible. And that's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it passed, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's one of the hard parts. I know we bounce it around, but how long does it take a hood liner on average for you to do one? A hood liner? Uh, when I take an order, I'll, um, I'll put it on the calendar for five days. And that uh, gives me time to get it ordered, base coated, prepped, you know, sanded, uh, get all the airbrushing. The airbrushing is the, the most time consuming part. You know, some of these, some of them are pretty complicated. I don't know if you've uh, been on my Instagram to see, but some of them are, you know, 20, 30 hours just in the airbrushing. Uh, most of them aren't quite that long, but yeah, 20 hours is, is not uncommon. And then, you know, it, let it set up and then clear coat it and you know it's processed and let it dry so usually i, I like to give five days yeah. to get start to finish do you normally have a uh, more than one setup at a time or is it you like to do them one at a time get one done yeah I, I base coat more than one at a time but um no i only paint one at a time i mean it's i can only focus on one thing at a time man <laughs> yeah so are you basically painting at home from home? Yeah. Are you have, you have a shop? Yeah. When I started doing them, I was working with Doug still, Doug Burke, and uh, he would let me do them in his stock room at the mall. So I would come in on my off days and paint in the stock room. And then uh, when COVID hit, uh, you know, I was for they closed the mall for a few months, so I was forced to work from home, and you know, it was uh, easy, man. I. I transformed my garage into a uh, workshop slash man cave. Yeah. Well, and also a kid's playroom. <laughs> I think they spend more time in here than me. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been an easy transition really. So no overhead either less overhead. You got to worry about paying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. I don't have to drive to work and drive home. It's just, I'm here, but it's also, you know, I'm here. So that means I'm, I have to be available. Put out fires, you know, kids need something. I got to go take care of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, family stuff. It's part of yeah. working from home. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm not ready. I'm almost ready to do it. But I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got about three. I think I got about three more years and I'm going to call it. So Just uh, focus on online sales? Uh, I don't know yet. Think about what we're going to buy some houses and make some property. Uh, just do that for a while. Oh, yeah. You're talking about changing the uh, career path. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be done with this, man. I don't know. I'm going to try. I'll see what happens. I know yeah. everybody quit and then come back, but I don't know. Um, somebody asked, how long do you let the paint cure before you cleared on the hood liner? A day. Yeah, I let, I let it sit overnight. And I, I suspect it would be fine uh, to clear coat sooner than that, but you know, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a clear coat expert. You know, I'm not an automotive paint guy. Uh, you know, I'm a t-shirt guy that learned to do hood liners. So I, I, I just out of uh, just out of caution, I give it a day, and then I let it set for another day and a half to two days before I wrap it up and box it and uh, ship it. And you clear it at the house too. You, is it a rattle can clear, or you got a no? Uh, it's it's that Scenix clear, uh, and you can brush it on. Oh. Yeah, brushing it on is way better, man. Like I said, this is just a garage, so I mean, that spray can clear, man, it gets on everything. It's it's awful. Even that two K clear, it looks good, but I mean, you don't want that spraying all over your garage. I mean, if you don't if you don't have ventilation, you know, set up properly, man, it's it's not good. Yeah. So you know, brushing it on this stuff, it smooths out. It doesn't have the brush stroke lines. It, it looks really good. So seems to be working. Yeah. So, you know, have you ever did any outside events or travel around or? Oh, you didn't say you travel. Oh, that was the other guy that said he traveled this week. Did you say you travel around? Yeah. Well, I did that uh, TikTok tour with Brian. Oh, yeah. Uh, Airbrush Brian. And, you know, that's and that, that was real traveling, man. That was uh, flying to San Francisco and then catching a flight and flying to L.A. and then flying to Chicago and Austin, <laughs> Texas and then New York. Dude, that that was uh, pretty cool. So that that was uh, you know that that was some traveling, and you know we had to buy, we you know we it was kind of a last minute thing, so we had to buy equipment and stuff at each city the day bef- the day of the event. So you know we were hitting Hobby Lobby, you know they were they were getting stuff ready for us ahead of time, man. It was a uh, it was a, an ordeal, but man, it was so fun. Yeah. I guess Doug and I have done a few volleyball tournaments. Oh yeah, and Chile, y'all, y'all, y'all do Chile tournaments and all that stuff. Yeah, we we did a few of those. You know, Doug, uh, he's really good at landing those events, and uh, you know, it's 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 nice to get out of the shop sometimes. Yeah, you know, go do something that's you know out of the norm. Yeah, that's um, I got I used to do it, but I got out of it. I'm starting to get back into it because now parties is a big thing now. Every, I was the last podcast was about um, uh, Monday when we were talking about parties and um, setting up and doing all that, getting out of the shops. Yeah, just getting out of the shop, man. It's worth it. Yeah. Even if you got to stay overnight in a, a different city, it's it's still, man, it's worth it. I think it's, I think it's good for your mind just to yeah. see something different. Break the monotony of just sitting in that shop. Yeah. Dude, it's easy to get burned out, man, doing the same thing every day. Every day. Same it doesn't day. matter how much money you're making. 
I mean, business can be amazing and businesses, you know, I've had years where business was so good, but I, I would just be experiencing burnout because it's just the same thing every, every day, get up, go to the mall and mall hours. Well, yeah. you know, before COVID were 11 or 12 hours. Yeah, it's down to, we're 11 to seven. We're 11 to seven Monday through uh, Thursday. Friday is eight o'clock. Friday and Saturday is eight o'clock. But after six, it's dead. So you're just sitting there. Right. So I close at six. I've been. Oh, really? They, they let you close early? I've been there long enough. So I guess they don't really bother me no more. They don't mess with me that much no more. Because I keep telling yeah. us after six, we're just sitting here waiting to get mugged. I'm going home. Because uh, it's bad in that area. That area has got bad. Oh, yeah. How so? Like uh, violence? Well, there's a lot of break-in, car break-ins. I think while I was there, oh. I had a truck, my truck got broken into like 20 times. They stole it once. They stole wow. some purses, and yeah, it's bad out there. Man, I don't know why people can't act right. Yeah. It, I mean, it's easier that way, but then it's a... And they got to let them little kids run around with the ski mask on. It's about 80, 90 degrees outside. They got on hoodies and ski masks. But yeah. So um, do you have any other hobbies besides that brushing? Yeah, uh, I play a lot of sports. You know, I'm, I'm big into golf and my kids are old enough now where they can play with me. And, you know, my nine year old is actually going to be a good golfer and he, he likes to go play with me. So, you know, that's been fun. So I get to do that, you know, once a week if I'm lucky. But still, I, you know, I play play basketball with him. You know, he's, he likes basketball, We play soccer some, but it's mostly golf. Uh, we do that, uh, and then I've got some of my adult friends, and we go play poker. Oh yeah, yeah. We we like to go play hold'em. <laughs> Is um y'all got casinos over there in Kentucky or no? Uh, it's on the it's on it's on the border. Actually, no, I take that back. It used to be on a riverboat on the Ohio River, right on the border of Kentucky and Indiana. Mm -hmm. But they changed it, and it's uh, now an actual casino. It's the Caesars, uh, right on uh, the Indiana side. So it's it's not very far. It's it's maybe forty five minute drive. Oh, that ain't bad. Uh, our casinos are maybe about hour and a half, maybe. And I started on the on the, the little the river boat. Now they all got yeah now. yeah. Right. What what city are you in? I'm in Houston. Houston. Okay. I, I don't know. I was thinking you were in Austin. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm in Houston, and um, we normally go to Louisiana for the casinos. About an hour and a half drive. Oh, okay. Uh, is that Biloxi? No, that's Mississippi. Uh, Lake Charles. Lake Charles. But uh Mississippi. Yeah. They got one in Mississippi too though. So um do you do you keep up with a lot of artists? Do you keep up with a lot of people you worked with before or not like I should. Yeah. You know, I'm uh I, I mean I, I I've met a lot of artists and worked with a lot of artists and you know I, I know a lot of artists that I would I would say they're friends, you know, but uh, I'm I'm just uh, not good at keeping up, man. Yeah, I'm, life gets in the way, you know, and then it's like I'm like, oh man, I need to reach out to him, and then you know, I see the squirrel and I forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. It's um, I'm, I guess the longer I've been in it, uh, the more I'm not a people person as much anymore. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, me either. An introvert and don't. Want me to too, people. very much. Yeah, I mean. Like I was telling you earlier, just doing stuff like this is way out of the norm for me, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big talker. You know, it's like I, I will talk to people, but, you know, 
deliberately going on to something like this and having a conversation with somebody, it's it's not not something I would normally do. I mean, hell, just getting on TikTok, turning on the camera, it's yeah. like, you know, it's it's out of my comfort zone, man. I, I do it because, you know, after I do it, it feels good and it's fun. I see people that like it and they comment and they tell me, you know, thanks for doing my name because typically it's a request. Yeah. But doing it, man, it's like, you, you yeah. know, <laughs> I, like I said, I, I don't like talking to people either. That was like weird for me. I'm like, but COVID with nothing to do. We were just sitting around the house. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start a podcast and just start talking to people. It used to be just verbal. So yeah. I just recently just started to video because a lot of people are like, well, we want to see the video of people. I'm like, Whatever. well, I didn't know we were going to do a video for this. Oh, no. I, I saw mm-hmm. you. Look, I saw you make a face when I, when I said something. It's like, when we came on, I was like, oh, you must have known we were doing video. <laughs> well, I did. Well, when you told me, you know, when I, I was messaging you uh, yesterday or earlier today, I can't remember, but, but yeah, and you, you gave me the YouTube link and I was like, oh, we're doing video. All yeah. right. So, yeah, it just started. Uh, we just recently started this. Uh, it's a little better, I guess. And I guess everybody gets to see, see their favorite artists because some people ask me about trying to get you on for a while now. I messaged you in Doug, a while ago, and y'all like, no, nah, I'm not ready. I'm ready. Uh, I was surprised when you finally said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Doug, I, I don't know. He said he was going to come on and talk to you, too. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, busy. Know, I mean, I mean, it ain't that bad. It's um, a, lot, a lot of people after this here, you probably get a lot of people asking you and talking about it. We got Herbert ever said, hey. Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, there it is. Are oh, you trying to see him? Yeah. It's like the little bubble right there. Okay, I was looking at the bottom for a, a, a chat stream, and it's not there, but... Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up? So um, so I can go back and show you a bunch of the, the one Pants was talking about. He's... Oh, there we go. He's a beast. Beast. Yeah. Pat, man. Pat's a good dude, man. Pat, Pat. Yeah. He, uh, he gave me a job when I was really uh, at a low point. I had uh, moved out of the mall and moved into a uh, standalone store and, you know, in town and dude, it was awful. I mean, it it was, it was a a building right next to the mall on the same road, got the same traffic, you know, with cars and, you know, people, but, but it was not the same, man. I got, oh my gosh, it was a rude awakening. I was getting killed. I couldn't pay my bills. Yeah. You know, I reached out to Pat and was like, hey, man, because, uh, you know, that was during the time of uh, WCA when it was real big. Yeah. You know, I reached out to Pat and I was like, hey, man, you got anything for me? You know, it, it, this is this ain't working out. And uh, he, you know, messaged me. He was like, call me immediately, you know, and, and, you know, we worked it out quick. You know, that next Christmas season, I was in Indianapolis or uh, uh, it was uh, Greenwood right outside of Indianapolis working at one of the stores with uh, Eddie Hicks, you know, and, you know, it was, it was awesome. It was like, Let's I mean, he, he, he really helped me out. It was, uh, it was a low point, but, you know, it was like right into uh, making money again. You know, I went and worked with Eddie and, and he's, if y'all don't know him, he's a fantastic airbrush artist. I don't, I'm not sure what he's doing these days. I know they're, they're not in that mall anymore, but, no. but uh, he's a really good airbrusher. Yeah, it's a, and it's a lot of knowledge with that, man. Pat's got a lot of knowledge about it. I'm trying to get him to get on again. I don't know if you listen to his. He has a long, you know, Pat can talk to. And uh, Pat got that, um, 
he had the longest podcast, like two hours or something like that. I'm just talking. But yeah. Trying to hear you, man. The oh, the sorry. audio went out. Oh, sorry about that. Let me know when you got it back. Um All right, there we go. There you go. Got it. Okay, yeah. So uh that was another question. Uh excuse me. Have you ever you said you haven't tried nothing but career text, huh? Or yeah, you do the career tank. What about paint do you currently use and what would you recommend? What paint would you would you recommend the paint to use into anyone else? Well, for t-shirts, uh, when I do t-shirts, I still like uh, E-Tac. But, you know, you, you can't go wrong if, if, you know, you're in a bind. You need to go get some paint. Createx is good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've done that. You go to Hobby Lobby and you get the little two-ounce paint bottle. Oh, of course. It's fine. And the good thing about Createx is, you know, the shelf life. I mean, that stuff will sit there on the shelf and be good for years. Uh, did the sublimation technique to get the outline down ever worked? Uh, he might, he must be talking about a YouTube video. I did back. Uh, I don't know how long ago it was, but I did a, a YouTube video where I drew, I drew out the design mm -hmm. and then I scanned it into our computer uh, at the mall. And Doug has a uh, sublimation printer and I printed out the line art on that printer and then pressed on the line art. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, use that and it, it worked really well, man. And those are good because you can reuse it a few times. Uh, so I, I did that technique a few on a few YouTube videos. That's probably what he's talking about. And I, I don't have a sublimation printer here. I don't really have a use for one. So no, now, now I'll just print it out and slide it under the shirt. You know, if there's an image and yeah. you know, do the whole tracing technique that way. Mm. It used to be a way back in the day. They used to sell it like the plastisol with like the cars. I know on WCA, I think Tom Davidson used to have them or somebody was selling them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, that was a long time ago. Yeah, you could buy the, uh, yeah, the you press it on and then airbrush it. Yeah, the know. line work. Yep. Tom did all the line work for you. I'm sure. I, I know uh, when I was working with Jerry, he, he had a lot of those. I think he had every one of them, actually. Oh, wow. That'd be cool to have them. Um, all your designs that way it'd be easier just to press them and just gotta just gotta paint it. Yeah, oh yeah, people are buying them, man. And you know, you could be sloppy with it and people didn't see the mind, you know, you get get outside the lines. But the line art was so good it really didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the questions a lot of people always ask is um, how often do you have to clean your guns? Uh I have to clean mine. I I found that uh using Wicked, I've got to clean them more often than when I was using Aquaflow or Createx or uh, ETAC. I don't know why, uh, but with the Wicked, I every couple of months I have to give them a clean. Yeah, a couple of months. Is that, yeah. is that what you do? Yeah, yeah. Mine's spraying kind of crazy right now. I don't know what's really going on. I keep changing the the front parts. I don't know what the front parts called, but yeah, the um. But oh, you mean like the nozzle cap? Yeah. I'm like pretty much every um, maybe every other week I'll mess around with them and clean them. Cause like I'm starting to do parties now, so I gotta start cleaning up two setups. Cause I used to have a um, when I had my truck. I don't know if you ever saw my red truck that I used to have. No, okay, I used to have a, a red truck like a food truck, and it was I made it a mobile airbrush shop, and I used to go do events in it. And okay. I used to have, keep a set of guns up in there, and I 
got away from it. And I want to, since I'm doing parties now, I want to go ahead and get back to it. And I was oh, yeah. Truck. Yeah, it was, I, I miss my, I miss it now, though. Yeah, did, did you ever have something on it? Yeah, yeah. It was like a big food truck. It was an ice cream truck. And yeah. I, I, I modeled the inside as, as an airbrush shop on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty clean. Yeah, man, those are nice. When I was uh, when I was uh, first coming up airbrushing, I used to dream about having one of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had it for about ten years, and then I I wanted to switch to the vans, so I went ahead and I kept getting problems with the neighborhood. Tell me, well, you can't have it in the neighborhood anymore. You got to go. So. Oh. Well, they say it's an eyesore or something. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, it was here for like nine years before somebody started complaining about it. So I went ahead and sold it, and now I can't find the van I want. Yeah, because I got um, different businesses, and I want to get a van for that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, um, do you read any books? Do you read any? Do you get to read any books? Man, I think the last book series I read was Harry Potter. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's back when I was working at uh, when I was working at the WCA stores. You know, I was reading those books but no i mean i'll listen to uh i'll listen to a book sometimes an audio book i i don't remember the last one i listened to but sometimes when i'm working i'll put one on you know but i mean i, I just don't have time to open up a book and read it i mean it's embarrassing because i enjoy reading you know you get lost in a book it's you know it's pretty cool do you do you think you have any more free time you have more free time now are you is less Got a wife, three kids, working from home. Yeah. <laughs> I got no free time, man. No it's, time. It's not bad. You know, it's 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 not bad. I don't want to make it seem like it's terrible, but it's uh, you know, it's I thought I would have more time than I do. You know, it's just, you know, you, you want to do other things. You know, your kids are yelling to go play golf and yeah, I'm gonna go out play golf, yeah. shoot or shoot some hoops or whatever, you know, things need to get done. I I'm gonna go do it. So it's 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 good, but you know it's it's not like I have much free time. I, I sometimes I work late or get up early to get a hood liner done. Yeah, but well, the good thing about it, you can do it at your own time. Oh, you're reading back. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Great to see Jeff. Great fella. Go find some shirts or okay, Pat. Good to see you, man. Thanks for stopping by, man. Yeah, he said he got to go paint some. So I guess paints. I guess he's filling some. Uh, some um, shifts for people over in Gatlinburg. I didn't know he was still painting. Yeah. I'd heard he was living in Gatlinburg, but I didn't know he was still painting. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to Orlando? Or you weren't where to be in Orlando. You were somewhere else. You been, do you get to travel any? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to... We've been to Disney once with the kids, and that's been three or four years ago. Uh, two years ago, we went to, we did Universal and we did Legoland in, uh, in Orlando. And then we hit, uh, then we hit Panama City on the way back, you know, and I, and I really enjoy uh, Orlando and Panama City Beach. It's just, they're, they're so dang crowded, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, I used to think I'd want to live there, you know, but it's like, it's just awful getting around. I mean, even going to a restaurant, it's like it takes and forever to get there. And then, you know, it's an hour and a half wait everywhere you go, especially Man. during the summer. Yeah. Disney. 
we went as I, we didn't get a chance to get on any really real rides because the lines were so long. Yeah, even the uh, that the fast pass, you know, even those were long. I mean, I can't imagine doing it without the fast pass because we wouldn't have gotten a ride, hardly any rides without it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they make you pay for it. He said, "View your work on Instagram," and he's just amazed. Oh, thanks, Al. I appreciate that, man. It's funny on Instagram. You know, I I get a lot of hoodliner business from Instagram. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, but it's but it's the uh, the the t-shirt reels that I post that get all the views. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll post a, a quick little airbrush t-shirt design, and it'll get tens of thousands of views and likes. And then I'll do one of the hoodliners that I spend twenty or thirty hours on, and you know it's hardly any response man and it's like it's a head scratcher as an artist you know it's like man because i put everything i've got into this freaking awesome dragon yeah but you know pe people like i guess uh seeing you write a name and thinking about hey i wonder if you'll do my name so i'm going to come and ask and then i guess the algorithm shows it to everybody I, I mean i don't know man i'm only guessing but yeah do um do you take any out-of-state jobs or is just they ship to you and you ship out for hoodliners? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost everything I do is out of state. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got almost no local local client. The last local client I had was in Indiana. And he met me. Uh, he actually drove here to my house to pick it up. He and his wife did because they want, you know, that this is a real small town. And, you know, they've got an old square. And, you know, it's it's some real old restaurants. And horse and carriage rides, you know, they, they've got all kinds of old stuff, man. They wanted to come visit. So, you know, they drove and, and did that, but that was the last local client that I had, you know, everybody's out of state. The one I'm doing now is in, uh, somewhere, somewhere Southern Florida. Is it a hard shipping them out? No, uh, I've gotten to where I, I uh, pay the UPS guys to do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because, I can do it myself, but I'm 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 not that great at it. You know, you got to measure, and then you got to wrap it, bubble wrap, and then you got to have all the materials on hand. Uh, but you know, I've I've gained a good relationship with my UPS guys, so they uh, they take care of me. And also, if you insure it, so if anybody's ever going to do this, uh, and you have uh, the UPS guys do it, you can insure it, and if it gets damaged. And at some point, your one's going to get damaged. Uh, then the UPS will, uh, if you insure it, they will pay out the insurance because they had their guys, you know, box it. Whereas oh. if you do it yourself, they're going to try to get out of it every single time from what they tell me. So it's it's definitely worth it, man. Well, that's a good thing right there. I think, um, um, I can't, Air Andy, she does a hood liners too. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Andy? Yeah, yeah, Andy Air. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's her name. Yeah, so I've actually, uh, I've, I've uh, recommended her to some clients that couldn't wait for me to do their, uh, like, because I, I, I say a few months backed up, and, you know, some people don't want to wait, so I'll, I'll recommend her. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess right right now it's summer, so it's probably, everybody's probably crunk on uh, getting one of their hoods done for, for car shows or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, they do, man. Wintertime, right? It's, it gets real cold over there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cold. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it gets, you know, we get the seasons here, man. It's it's cold in the winter. We get snow and ice, 
it gets hot in the summer. I mean, it was 90 today. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you get spring and fall. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the good things about living in this part of the country, man. You get all the seasons. Yeah, we don't get all the seasons. We get we we can get all the seasons in one day here. That's how, Texas is bad. It's just hot a lot. Is it very humid in Texas? Yeah, yeah, very humid and hot. Yeah. It's about I think we had a heat wave just come through. It was like um, 113. Oh my god! Yeah, it's getting bad over here. Well, that's so, what's weird about living out in my part of the uh, country. Like, if you go out to Nevada, New Mexico. It can be 113 degrees, but you, when you walk around, you don't sweat. Yeah, it's a dry. It's dry over there, right? It's like a yeah, there's no humidity really. Whereas here, it'd be 80 degrees, and I'm sweating like a dog. I mean, like crazy. <laughs> yeah. And hey, so, what's your favorite part of your job? And then, what's your least favorite? Uh, my favorite part is um. I mean, I enjoy doing artwork, man. You know, I mean, I enjoy airbrushing names, too. That's why I still do uh, TikToks. But, like, creating artwork, man, is is fulfilling for me. You know, that was something I was missing working at the mall. You know, I, I wasn't getting that that fulfillment. You know, I didn't feel like an artist. Uh, doing the hoodliners, I kind of get that a little bit more. So that I, I, I like that. And then getting customer reactions, you know, they're just like, you know, oh my God, ah, you know, that, yeah, that's you know, that, that's you, like, you gotta love that. Yeah. Uh, least favorite, uh, doing this kind of work takes a lot of hours. And, you know, being like most t shirt artists I know don't like spending a lot of hours on a project. And, yeah. you know, I'm like that too. So that, that's been, I've had to learn to do that. Like, because I'll get I'll get bored, you know, painting something and, and and then I'll go procrastinate for two hours and then come back and work on it again. So you know, you know, time management and learning to to put all the time into a piece of artwork is kind of difficult, you know, for me. Yeah, but the end is satisfying. Kind At of the cool. end, yeah, oh yeah, you get to the end, man. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess you get the reaction from whoever, you know. Yeah. Do you send them pictures or are you just wait? Yeah. I, they get progress pictures. Yeah. I guess so they, do you allow them to make changes or anything during the process? Uh, they, they almost never do. Yeah. You know, I do a mock up before I do any work. So I make sure everything is exactly right. You know, I get in Photoshop and I mean, I'll, I'll take a picture of the liner mock up the image that I'm doing on the liner, you know, and we'll adjust sizing and colors and it'll, I'll try to replicate it, you know, exactly as close as I can. So I, there's, there's no, I mean, you can't do that with flames, obviously. Yeah. It's the, that's all organic and, you know, lightning bolts and stuff like that. But for the most part, they know what they're going to get before I do any work. Yeah. Yeah. And if you had to let them uh, make any changes, how many changes would you allow before Cause it can be annoying because people want to change up little bitty things, man. Right? Yeah. Well, there are people that like to play art director. Yeah. You know, and and you know, I'll get started on started on a project, and I'll send a, uh, I don't know, I'll send my first progress picture. And you you know, when you first get started on even on a t-shirt portrait, you spend the first fifteen minutes, and you know, it doesn't look like much. 
it's like that, you know, the first day of airbrushing a hood liner can, you know, just be the base coat and mapping it out. And it's pretty rough looking. And, you know, people be like, okay, but can you make sure that the left hand looks a little bit more, you know, 3D and those clouds look a little bit flat, Jeff. Can we, can we make sure, you know, I'm just going, come on, man. Yeah. You, you yeah. <laughs> we just but, started out. Give me a minute. Yeah, it's, it's like you, you. I told you this is what it's going to look like, man. You got to trust me. It's a process. You do it in layers. It's like, you know, do, doing uh, doing work in Photoshop. You do it in layers. It, you, it just just trust me. Now, you want to critique and change something? Let's wait to the end and make sure because I got a feeling it's going to be just what you wanted. Yeah. Is that Doug on there? Hey guys, Bluegrass. great podcast. What's up, man? Bluegrass. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. That's always a, the 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 hard part is they don't they don't want to wait for the end and, and they don't understand the process of it all. Yeah. You know, most people most people die. I don't get any art criticism. You know, they they don't want to help at all. But sometimes I do. Yeah. So, but yeah, and usually usually that comes with the uh, the mock-up. And man, I I mean, you do uh, graphic design work. You know, some of those uh, some of those designs can take two three hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, you know, a, a complicated design, and then when somebody wants you do it, and somebody wants to completely change the the design, I'm like you know what? After seeing it, I don't really like that. Let's go with this. It's like, well, dang, I just spent three hours on this, buddy. That's time consuming. Yeah, that's why I said you give them one or two changes, and after that, you have you have to start upcharging. Yeah, yeah. So we already been about an hour. Hey, so is there anything we have that we haven't covered that you want to say before we close? No, I mean that that pretty much covers it, man. I uh, appreciate you having me on. I I didn't know what to expect. You know, this is uh this has been all right. See, I told you it wasn't that bad. A lot of people be like, ah, I'm scared. I don't want to do it. But then when they get started, it's like, nah, I yeah, I know, man. That's just my personality. Like like you know, I'm like you. I'm I'm an introvert. You know, doing stuff in public is not my thing, really. Yeah. But you know, once you do it, it's the same thing with doing videos, man. Once you do it and you see the reaction and, you know, it, it helps somebody, it's, yeah. it's worth it, man. It feels good. It's, it's You're glad you did it. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate yeah. you kind of took the time to get on with me, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate it. Well, all right. But, uh, Let's go ahead. All right. You take care, buddy. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good night. Air Graphic Podcast is a production of Air Graphics Airbrushing. Is written and hosted by me, fellow airbrusher Ralph Kelly. If you want to see any of my work, check out my website, www.airgraphics1.com, or my Facebook, Ralph Kelly. Thanks for listening.